My name is Sigur Prince and you're watching the Antoine Eroldi Show. Hi Hugo, thank you for being on the show. Hey, what's up? Thank you very much. Pleasure to have you on the show. It's been a long time. I wanted you to be on the show. Yes. So for those who don't know you, can you introduce yourself to the audience? So my name is Hugo Prince. I'm an entrepreneur and also a podcaster. I do uh, interviews. I interview influencers, entrepreneurs like Antoine. But my show is mostly in French. And I also co-host the show with Antoine for here, the Antoine Eroldi show or the Road to Diet Kigo, which is my, uh, my show that is available on SoundCloud. So why did you decide to make your show in French and in English? Well, I decided to interview people because I was going to uh, event networking and I met a lot of entrepreneurs and I decided one day, what, what, why did I not like just uh, take my camera and interview those people? Like they always gave me the business car, and I, I decided, yo, should I just get them on a show and talk about entrepreneurship, and just not waste, you know? Because a lot of people they go to events, they take the business car, and they don't call after, they don't, yeah. they never make contact, and I decided I want to still be in contact with them. That's why I start my own show. So do you think that the vlog and podcast is more powerful than the business card? It is. Well, it depends because imagine you have a business car and you, you, got, like you have a good contact with the, the, the person and you never call back. That's not good. But if you have his business car and two days after you call the person, you say, hi, how's it going? Remember me? I'm Hugo. We met at this event. I really like what you do. Look, this is what I do. Can we do something together? That's the, the way it should be. So. And after that, if you have like a podcast or you just want to meet for a coffee, you can still go and talk with them. But what I decide is to really be in contact with those people after. Not just meeting them one time, but meeting yeah. like one, two, three times. Only with a podcast, but also because you know we did an event, Influencers Tonight, and all, most of all these people, they, they came from a podcast, you know. So a podcast, an interview, a blog with them is a good way to connect with them and maybe have a business deal. Okay, so for those listening, the, the podcast is what is free. Yes. And then from there you go on to make an offer like the event to sell them tickets and... Well, you make like, you make a, a good, you made a good impression, yep. you know, because I know that you know that a lot of people want to be interviewed. Yeah. They want to talk about the sales, they want to talk about the event sales, so... Yep. They always want to be on front. So if you give the chance to the entrepreneurs and influencers to be on a show and really talk about themselves, they will say yes. And I think the same for you. you I, I saw just recently that you post a, 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 a comment, uh, something on Facebook, and you yep. say, I want to interview people on my blog. And I, I believe you got like 80, 90, 80, 80 82 responses. responses. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah. And People want to be on a show. People want to be like they want to be known. They want to talk about their stuff. So it's a good way. Yeah. And personally, I don't charge for my podcast because I believe I can make money elsewhere. Yeah, that's definitely good. So you created. We created an event together not too long ago. Yeah. Can you talk to the audience what it takes 
to make an event? Yeah. Well, first of all, you need a plan and you need a date. When you know the date, the time and the place, you can work for it. Because a lot of people, they don't even decide for the date. They say, I want to do it somewhere in May, June, uh, I don't know. So this, they always, every meeting that they, they, they go and talk with the, the team, they always say, okay, when are we going to do this? Where is it going to be? So they waste time. So if you decide like the place, the time at the beginning, you don't waste time with that. Because then you commit with the, those people. You sign the contract with the place, you say, I'm going to be there and you don't have any choice to go and work. So I believe it takes commitment. I believe you have to decide the date and the time because when you have that, you can work and do the event. And then, it's, it, and then you have to have like a team, you know? Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest challenges that we face is we, we, were, we were only three persons. So, we, you know, there's sometimes we, we didn't give the right communication to the speakers. Uh, we didn't sell a lot of t tickets because we were just two persons selling tickets. So. You have to have a team, you have to have your date, the time, the place signed, because if, if it's not signing, you're not commitment, you have to be commitment for doing an event. And then it, it takes like organization and other stuff. You know? Yeah, for sure. So we're currently working on another event right now and we're looking to get international speakers. So what do you think is the, the challenge with getting international speakers to your event? International speakers, well, it depends of who, you know. Okay. Most of them are uh, accessible, but there's one thing that they want is the money. Yeah. <laughs> and if you give it the money, you send the contract, they will come. Um, if you want to have like someone like Les Brown, or Eric Thomas, the bigger personalities, bigger speakers, the only thing that they want is the, the money. They want to make sure that they can have the money and they will go. When they, everything is signed, then they will come. Um, because like Antoine said one day to me, they say they want to talk, they want to go to events, but they want to have a commitment. Yeah. And it's not them, it's us, because we want them. Yeah. So we need to have the money ready for them and they will come, they will show up, that is for sure. Yeah, for sure. So Hugo and I, for those of you who don't know who Hugo is and you want some more information, Hugo and I met at Startup Fest uh, I forget the year. 2017. Okay, 2017. This was a, a networking event uh, with a lot of speakers. There were international speakers there. So there was like a people, like an Instagram influencer. At least she was Instagram influencer or just like YouTube. She was making like viral YouTube videos. Yeah. So there was like uh, influencers like that at the event. And there's also a, a stage where you could pitch from the stage. So everyone gets like a minute or two on the stage to talk about their services. So that's where Hugo and I met because I spoke on a stage. It was a really big stage actually, the biggest stage I've spoken at so far. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. I, sp I spoke at a biggest stage when I wasn't even creating events yet. So I spoke on that stage and Hugo interviewed me after there, after. And from there, after that, maybe it was, I don't know, like four or five months after I was interviewed on his show. Yeah. And after that, we just started making vlogs together. So for people watching, a lot of people watching are probably solopreneurs where they're doing their whole business by themselves. Yeah. But um, building a team is important. Yeah. And, and look, I, I went to the Startup Fest to, uh, to meet people because my business is a, is a tech company. So Startup Fest, is a, there's a lot of tech companies. 
And at that time, I was trying to do blogs. I took out my phone and just took my phone and started filming myself and do a post on YouTube. And Antoine, we went on stage and he was talking about, about blogs and everything. So I really connect with that. And what I did, I went, yo, I, wanna, I want to have you on my blog, my video blog. And I, and I took my, my cell phone and I interviewed him. And I still have the video. If you go to my Instagram, Messonnes, you go, which I believe Antoine will put the links after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you will see on my IGTV, there's Antoine, the first interview I got with yeah. Antoine. And, and after that, he gave me his business card. And it took me two months to contact him and say, yo, remember me? I'm the one to interview on my blog. And he said, I don't know you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he said, he remember me? And I said, look, I'm doing this. I know that you're also doing podcasts, interviews. So I want you on my show. And he came. And actually, it was his first uh, French interview, yeah. which, he, which he was good. It was bad, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, don't do any, I don't do French press because I, I'd rather do it in English. Yeah. So I, I got him on my show and then we connect and then uh, we start doing some stuff together. We start interviewing bigger people together. Yeah. And that's how we... Yeah, after that we interviewed Mark Bergman, uh, MC, Mario, MC Mario, unreleased video. Um, and other people on Zoom calls, yeah. influencers. But look, before we, we are business partners, but we are friends too. So it's just because we connect well. We have yeah. the same goals, the same uh, vision. So that's why um, I believe we still have a good yeah. working relationship. Yeah. And also you have to uh, be with people that have the same passion as you. So Antoine has the same feeling as me. So that's why we still connect together. Yeah, now we're working on getting a venue for about 900, a little 900 people for our next event. So we went from about 200 people to now we're gonna scale up to 900 people attending the event. So we're really building big, big projects, big ventures together, and which is going to generate just a lot of money overall. But this isn't—it's not about the money when we're making these businesses because for us it's about the impact. Yes. So we're creating a platform where influencers can be rewarded properly because a lot of influencers they don't have television time, so they only have the time where they get on podcasts or vlogs. But other than that, in between that, they're only—they're only. They're only um, Things are Instagram, Facebook. They may be doing lives on Facebook, on Facebook together, but after that, they're. I'd say that influencers and entrepreneurship is kind of a lonely world because there's less uh, media attention toward it. And influencers, you're right. They don't have that attention. I mean, they have attention on the platform on, on the platforms. But if you ask somebody else, look, I know this guy. He's very. He has like a lot yeah. of followers. His name is this. He say, who, who is that guy? But if you say, look, I know this girl, she's on TV. So, oh yeah, I know her. Mm -hmm. But I believe that, like Antoine said, that we need to reward those influencers because they're working very hard. It's not just about taking selfies. Yeah. Because it takes time, you know. You have to be, to be on the good lad. You have to be like on, on a good time. Uh, like uh, all this stuff, like yeah. people will say, oh, you know, it's just a selfie. But it's, yeah. there's more than that. There's quality, there's time. Also the categories the that they're in, their niche. Yeah, yeah the niche. niche. So, so that's, that's a lot of these influencers are very niche, yeah. niche down. So, so they have specialties. For me, it's writing. For someone else, it could be modeling yeah. or and maybe an actor, actress. Look, and look also, you, you only see pictures on Instagram about people that show their the body. I, I want you to look 
really not just at the picture but look at the, the guy because that guy goes to the gym every day you know mm -hmm. his commitment to something yes. and he has the right to show off because yes. that's how humans are so he has the right to do it and he he's gaining attention because he's doing a lot of work yeah on the like under the water you know yeah. they don't we don't see them but they're walking to go to the gym they then they can take the yeah. picture the the bike clothes the they take time to take pictures, they pay people for those pictures, they, mm -hmm. they talk with you. There's some people that don't talk with you, but there's some people, yeah. most of them, they're going to answer and they're building a, com a, co a community. Yeah. That's why we decide that we have to reward those people, like uh, Oscar and Grammys and other stuff, but for influencers. Yeah, because it doesn't exist right now. There's no uh, award ceremony for influencers. As we checked, we did a lot of research on it, actually, and there are a few a few events doing it here and there, but they've never been able to gather the um, the masses, such as international speakers with local influencers or the influencers within the same country. So right now, sometimes it's only about international influencers, so they get like the big names, but they don't they don't. There's no award there, so it's just them speaking about their their business. And more than the more than that, we also want to create a hall of fame, hall of influence because we want those people to be remembered forever. Yeah. They want to create like a space maybe in, in Toronto where they're gonna, we're gonna build like a, a space just for, to, make, to put the pictures of the people that are introduced to the Hall of Fame because we want this to be a long-term project. It's not just short-term. We don't gonna make that much money at the beginning. It's not for the money. We, we want to do it like to reward those people. And I'm pretty sure like in 2025, then we're gonna recall all the all the money yeah. we we gonna have. This is in 2025, not now. And then we're gonna be millionaires or whatever. But now we're just working for rewarding these people. Yeah. So basically, for an event like that, you really need to get sponsors. So definitely sponsors, big sponsors, corporate sponsors, international sponsors. Then you can get other entrepreneurs to also. Um, sponsor the event itself so you have different sponsor packages and all that if ever you have any questions you can just send us a message it's gonna be easier that way for us to answer yeah. and look and before we finish this podcast yep. I just want to talk about the power of them of this yep. and the internet because look me and Antoine we are doing a blog which we never be have we never be possible before you guys not us Antoine and me because of Facebook and the internet, you know, and I, I, in 2017, I only decided to take out my phone and do a blog and take my, myself, my, mm -hmm. my face and put it on my phone and start talking to people. And you know what? It took me three hours to decide to put my, my first video on YouTube. I was hesitating. I said, man, if I put this on YouTube, it's going to last forever. But I decided it's, it's only been two years I'm doing that. I don't have a... I'm not like backing out by a TV show. I'm not like, I don't have any sponsors. I'm doing this with my phone, with my friends. And I got a lot of results. I met Antoine, I met a lot of entrepreneurs. We did an event. I had my own show. There's people from the radio and other podcasts that contact me to do interviews. I'm gonna be in a film. So look, don't hesitate to take out your phone. If you're good enough, you will make it. If you're good enough, you will make it. Yeah. That's it. That's why, yeah. that's why Antoine and me, we're doing this. That's why the internet and the phone is something that can give you the opportunity to, 
to make something bigger. Yeah, I also started with the mo with my uh, I had a camera, so basically I got a camera, and I decided at first I tried uh, interviewing artists, bands. So at first I, I was only doing a show for artists and bands, for uh, the metal community, and after that I I did like three four shows. After that it was just like costing me too much to operate like that. And I had my camera I was filming the the bands playing and stuff, mm -hmm. and after that I I quit that show because. And the content was too niche, so I had trouble like operating that business. I don't know if it is, it is, it's not even called a business, but I mean, I was just like filming bands and stuff like that. So I started with a camera like that. After that, I interviewed my cousin on my first on my first vlog. It was about if you should go to college. So that was my my first vlog. It was really awkward, and that was that's how I started. I started with with my camera, and then I. Then after that, I didn't know how to use Zoom yet, so I filmed my, my computer screen. I was interviewing people, I was filming my computer screen, and I was just filming the back of my head. Yeah. And after that, I learned how to use Zoom. Yeah. But the first time I started vlogging, I, I was doing it, I had two, I had one show. The Anton Araldi show was, it was different because now the episodes don't exist anymore. But it was me walking to school, saying, okay, well, today I got a free coffee <laughs> from my professor and this and that. Now I deleted all that and I just kept interviewing people after that. And you know, it doesn't matter how you start, it only matters